Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. The first Sunday of NFL season is here and the excitement with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official betting sponsor of the National Football League. DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of Lord Football to all of us. Bet just $1 on any football game this weekend and receive $200 in free bets instantly no matter what. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet at least $1 on any football game. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place $1 on any week one game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting sports betting bar of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, PA only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. So you like hockey? Congratulations. You're amongst the smartest sports fans in the world. Want to fight about it? Join me, the Hockey Troll, and that snack, Polly Cupcakes, every Monday and Thursday on the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL, your Washington Capitals. Not only do we bring you the best Washington Capitals coverage, but we've got the hottest takes and the tastiest content. Tune in wherever you get your podcast and at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. Chirp us on all social media platforms at Caps Chirp. See you beauties and vendors there. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high-energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Richard Blosser, and while not exactly the month without hockey, we are inching closer and closer and closer to the Bears returning to us. By the time this episode drops, for a lot of you people out of there, we are coming out of the Hollandaise weekend. It has been Labor Day, and the Hershey machine has been turned down a few notches click 
click, click on the dial. Hershey Park Daily Operations are done. They're just to weekends. RV show starting. And is that, is that, is that, is that a season ticket holder night at the end of the month? By the time this episode drops, why, yes. Yes, it is. One more month. This will be the last month without Hershey Bears hockey. So while I head into a busy three-day weekend at another job that I have, I'm presenting all of you with a bit of a treat here. The best of season one of the Grit and Barrett podcast. Yes, this will be a collection of bits, takes, some recaps, and some things I've plucked along the first season. Some of these will be horribly outdated. Some of these will be a bit fun. But that's the whole point of this. Some easy summer listening for all of you. So while I'm out there slaving away in Mannheim wearing green and gold lame, all of you enjoy this. And I'll be back with season two. Bigger, better, and chocolatier. Is that a word? I don't know. Let's go with it. But until then, we'll see you then. Enjoy the show. Good morning, Hershey! <laughs> I've been looking forward to this for so long because this is what I'm good at. This podcasting, this these recap videos, this is what I'm good at. You know, I'm I'm you know when I can't really do much else like without this. You know, and the NHL has helped. Coming back has really helped. And I know there are some of you out there who just go, "This isn't what I signed up for." It's 36 games. What's the point? Oh, we're only going to play certain teams. Oh, this isn't what I signed up for. I know. I know. And I understand there are some of you out there that look at this and go, Well, uh, this is okay, but I, I'm, I've just been dragged down by all the politics and and the hate, and the no holidays, and it's really hard for me to get excited for this. I get that. I do. I understand this 36-game schedule may not tickle your pickle, in a way. It may not get you all excited right away. Not everybody's me. I've had trouble accepting that. But you know what, everyone? I'm going to help you with this. I am. And I'm going to say this in, in another video that's going to go on um, a Hershey Bears fan club. Is that we are at the point where in Ocean's Eleven, there is a scene where the crew is all gathered. They're outside this, I guess, place that Daniel Ocean, played brilliantly by George Clooney, is at. Um, Daniel and Rusty walk out and they make their pitch to all the crew that's sitting there, all 11 of them. And they say this job is highly lucrative and highly dangerous. If this doesn't sound like something you're interested in, have yourself some food and drink, be on your way, and we'll leave it at that. The rest of you will meet inside, and everybody gets up and walks inside. And I know there's a lot of you that will do that. And I'm like telling all of you that this season is not how it's going to normally be, but, you know, come in the house and we'll still enjoy it. And there's still some of you that is um, is that still Bobby's character that's played by Matt Damon, who's just sitting on one of the chairs, really unsure, 
Ruben walks over to him. He goes, you're Bobby Fletcher's kid, aren't you? Yeah. I hear you're from Chicago. It's nice there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. That's wonderful. Get in the goddamn house. And there are some of you, I'm going to say, that are going to say, oh, th- this isn't for me. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what the season's going to look like with, without fans. Question mark. And I'm telling you, it'll be all right. Get in the goddamn house. Well, we go into the third, and uh, Wilkes-Barre gets called for a delay of game as a puck gets launched out of their own zone, but lands into their bench. Now, typically, that's not a delay of game penalty because the benches are not counted as out of bounds. But what one of the, the refs noticed was that when the puck was thrown over the boards and it still went over the boards and was in out of bounds, but came back into where the bench was. So it started on the ice, went up, was out of bounds, and then came back down on the Wilkes-Barre bench. By rule, that's technically a penalty. And I can understand, if you're a fan of Wilkes-Barre, you're pissed. If this had happened against Hershey, I'd be upset. But it's by the letter of the law. It's a penalty. Sorry. They don't make the rules. They just enforce them. And, well, long shot on a power play right off of Amy Lormy's chest right to Connor McMichael. You might have heard of him. And puts it in the net 3-2 Hershey late in the game as Connor McMichael, a Highlander, destined to defeat evil. You might have heard of the kid from Team Canada in the World Juniors. First oh, first round draft pick from 2019 gets it in, and it's 3-2 Hershey. We're going to stay in Canada and go to Dateline TSN 1040. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This dropped on Tuesday. Dateline Canada. Uh, I think it was either TSN 1050 or 1040 uh, announced that on Tuesday that they were going to be changing their format. They were going to be getting out of the sports talk business and they were going to relaunch themselves as a comedy channel. Uh, okay. A bit odd to do that now, but okay. Okay, good. So, um, okay. So I imagine how this is going to go. They sent the memo out that after this season of hockey over the summer, we will start the transition into a comedy channel. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, well, it's going to be a bit of a quicker transition. They've got the DJs lined up and I'm pretty sure at the end of the month, you know, they'll give everybody two weeks to clean out and start putting out jobs and stuff and start making resumes. And I'm sure that, you know, it'll be a quick transition It'll suck, but these things happen in radio. On the microphone today, fired tomorrow. I've seen it happen on Fox Sports all the time. So, okay, this will happen. This is fine. No. What happened, from what I heard from my friends up in the Great White North, was so evil the way this went down, I almost think it was planned out and executed by C. Montgomery Burns from The Simpsons. Because what happened on mid 
midday Tuesday, at least midday in Canada. And I'm paraphrasing because I'm down here in the U.S. I only got some um, inklings as to what happened. It was the employees were told midday Tuesday, some in the middle of their broadcast, that they were fired or being let go. And they had 30 minutes to get off the air, clean out their office, and get out of the building. Because it had been just announced they are switching over to comedy that day. To make things even better, the sports talk had stopped, went had some dead air for a little bit, and then started playing Time of Your Life, Good Riddance by Green Day. Now... For all of you who grew up in the early 2000s, who are familiar, or the late 90s to early 2000s, who are familiar with this song, on its surface, it sounds like a fun Green Day song that you play when you're in the mood. But the meaning of the song is that it's actually a breakup song. So TSN thought they were saying, I hope you had the time of your life. They thought they were saying to the fan base, I hope you had the time of your life, but we're moving on. We're going to have a comedy channel. It's going to get better. No, what you were really playing, you, you idiots, was you're breaking. we're breaking up with you. Here's a breakup song. Congratulations. You just did the equivalent of a breakup text. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. And a lot of these sports sports journalists, guys on the mic, who might be, um, I comically say, hacks. They're not. But people on the microphone, like myself, were done. They were out of a job. It, to, to quote Lord of the Rings, they were unarmed. They had no warning this was going to happen. And this was all also executed by Bell Communications, who owns a lot of them, I'm pretty sure. And just a few weeks earlier, here's the cherry on top of this Sunday. A few weeks earlier, they did their annual Bell Let's Talk Day, which is a day to promote mental illness and suicide prevention. Good day. Good stuff. Good day at the office all around. And then a few weeks later, let's just fire a bunch of employees without warning. Shrewd stuff there, Mr. Burns. Yes, Smithers, I'm going to fire. I want my sports division gone. I'm tired of hearing their babble. I want them gone for good. Uh, sir, I know you want to fire them, but shouldn't we give them two weeks to prepare themselves? Pishaw, they've had it too good with their two-week notices. I want them gone. I want them out. I want to laugh at the end of the day. Bring me comedy, Smithers. Fire them all. Bring them to me, and then I shall fire them. Right away, sir. <laughs> I, 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 I'm laughing at the comic absurdity. And trust me, this is horrible. This is horrible what happened. If, if What I read and heard is how this went down was terrible. And I say this cartoonishly evil because that's exactly what it sounds like. I am, I am imitating C. Montgomery Burns because that's exactly how this seemed like it went down. Something out of a Simpsons episode. In fact... 
don't tell Fox about this. They actually will make it into an episode because that's what the Simpsons do. But hopefully to everyone in the great white north who was let go, if my voice reaches you, in the words of the great Red Green, keep your stick on the ice and I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. So the boys and the Phantoms went at it on Sunday, and we will get to that in a little bit. But big, big news out of the world of hockey on Wednesday. We go to Dateline, Bristol, Connecticut. Usually I'd save this for later in the podcast, but this is just, it's it's big stuff that I want to get out of the way now. And, uh, this is great. This was broke by uh, Chris Johnston, actually, Tuesday. And some people were were 100% this was actually a thing. But Wednesday made it official. Sources. NHL and ESPN reach a seven-year U.S. broadcast deal that will have the NHL return to ESPN next season, October 2021. Woohoo! Yes! Yes! All right! It's back, baby. It's coming back. Oh, the hockey show I loved in the 90s is coming back. It's all coming back once again. As long as we can keep the Zumba pants in the 90s, we'll be fine. But it's coming back, ladies and gentlemen. ESPN National Hockey Night. <laughs> loved it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm getting excited. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Sorry, but I loved the NHL on ESPN. And some of you listening to this podcast, I'm willing to bet some of you do too. The docile tones of Gary Thorne and Bill Clements calling a big-time hockey game. The legendary ESPN National Hockey Night theme. The graphics with the spinning hockey helmet. That may have to be modified for modern-day standards, but hey, hey, I'm getting ahead of myself here. So what does this uh, deal entail? Well, well, coming from NHL.com, the Walt Disney Company, paraphrasing on here, uh, ESPN and the National Hockey League have reached a historic, innovative, innovative, it says, Seven-year TV streaming media rights deal, taking the partnership beginning with the 2021-2022 season, October, through the 27-28 season. So what this means is that ESPN, ESPN Plus, and ABC, and Hulu, uh, will be getting exclusive rights to a lot, a lot, well, almost all of the NHL's um, programming. Uh, ESPN will be... We'll be returning to live NHL action. They'll get 25 regular season games, 75 national uh, regular season games produced by ESPN. What I meant earlier was 25 games on either ESPN or NBC. This is from NHL.com. Half of the Stanley Cup finals on ESPN and ABC each season. Coverage annually of the NHL faceoff opening week. The NHL All-Star Game Skills Competition plus NHL Special Avenge throughout the season, i.e. Winter Classic, Outdoor Games, etc., etc. Additionally, the NHL's out-of-market streaming package with more than 1,000 games will now be available for fans to stream only as part of the ESPN Plus subscription. In other words, say bye-bye to NHL TV. Thank goodness. The agreement includes highlight rights that will add coverage across ESPN's year-round news News programming, da, 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 da. 
to coverage on the ESPN app, as long as international media rights, including Latin America, European, and parts of Europe in this deal. Woof. Ooh. That's a lot of goodness for everyone. A lot to unpack here. So, uh, 25 games on ABC and ESPN, which is good. I mean, I don't know if that means a Sunday afternoon game as um, NBC's been doing. 75 regular season games produced by ESPN. That could mean ESPN, ESPN2, or whatever network of channels they get put on. Um, Hulu will get involved as well. Four out of the seven years, the Stanley Cup Finals will be on ESPN and NBC. Now, to me, boys and girls, that's the interesting part. Because ESPN also has the NBA, college basketball, and Major League Baseball um, rights as well. Partial rights as well. So... Where are they going to fit the NHL into their calendar? Because they've got a lot of hoops they got to get through. Plus, I love that they that they are saying, "Yeah, we'll put out um, NHL's opening night. We'll gladly do that." Uh, teacher, isn't that in the middle of college football and football season? Because remember, boys and girls, when we get back to the regular season format the usual format in october and we will mid-october that is prime college football season that is the heart of daily football ops at espn i mean i i should know with the four letter network i mean i do football is one of my my loves sports loves but it's going to be hard for espn to find a way to wedge it in there well, what does that matter? Just just find a night and just put it on there. It can be Wednesday or Tuesday. It doesn't matter. Well, it, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, let's just say hypothetically the Capitals win the Stanley Cup this year. Oh, God. Caps chirp and hockey troll would be insufferable. Anyway, no, no, no. I'd be happy for them. I would. Anyway, anyway. Let's say the Capitals win the Stanley Cup. And... It would be on Wednesday or Thursday night that they would put their opening nights on. Now, Wednesday, Thursday night during the football season, Wednesday night, eh, you're interrupt- interrupting some uh, uh, action, some mid-Atlantic college football. Thursday night, well, that's that's NFL Network or CBS uh, football night, the lovely Thursday night football, which every player loves. And then comes Fridays. I mean, Fridays, yeah, you could. But once you get into Saturday, Saturday is all day, every hour, up at 9 a.m. college football and college game days. So where are you going to find room to promote hockey in October, November, bowl season? And I brought this up on the Hockey Podcast Network chat as well. I mean, they said all of the NHL special events. That's Winter Classic. Giddy up. So ESPN is pretty much 90% exclusive to the college football bowls, including the college football playoff. So will they still have that Sunday afternoon for the Winter Classic? Because NBC did a really good job of carving their 
their name into the New Year's Day of of sports events. And the guys brought up, well, the Rose Bowl doesn't start until 5 o'clock. You could do it then on ABC. In theory, yes, you could. So that's just my head that, that where is all this going to fall in ESPN's kaleidoscope realm of sports? I mean, I'm happy for it. I really am. But it also says part of the media deals, which means there could be another network or a third dance partner that's going to come in. And we will see how this shakes out over the months as well. And let me just tie a little bow on this before we move on. Why ESPN, some of you ask? You know, it, it, NBC and NHL have done reasonably well since the big divorce of the NHL and ESPN back in 2003 or four. So why ESPN, you ask? Well... NBC Sports Network is done at the end of the year. They'll get through the Olympics, and then after the Olympics, they're just slowly going to fade into the ether. Well, ESPN is more exposure. Period. Dot, end of story. Well, they're on NBCSN. Isn't that enough? No. No, it's not. Because when the world gets right, and we're slowly getting there, what what's on every hotel room? Gym and airport. What's on? Okay, CNN. Okay, Weather Channel. ESPN. When you get on the treadmill, besides CNN, it's ESPN. Bam. Right there in front of you. There is eyes. There is exposure. That's what you want. Does it mean that the games are always going to be on? No. ESPN, no. But they'll be on their streaming services. They'll be on, they could get a game kick to Plus. ESPN Plus is part of Hulu, part of the Disney Plus conglomerate. So there's more exposure there. A chance for more eyeballs on your product. Everybody has ESPN. Not everybody has NBCSN. And as I've heard from other sports podcasts this week, NBCSN was nothing more than a niche sports channel. You could argue hockey, hockey was that, but after hockey, what did they have? Horse racing, BMX, IndyCar, um, F1, if that's still a thing, uh, the, the IRL, if that's still a thing, you know, whatever else anybody wanted to put on there, just really, really niche sports. And if, if the NHL was the top thing there, but when after your broadcast, if you have to sell professional bull riding... Yeah, nobody's sticking around for that. At least on ESPN, when they're done, they can give you, say, hey, after coverage of Sabres and Penguins, it's Clippers and Warriors up next on ESPN2. So this will be better for everyone. And ESPN knows its audience. Because the next day, that Thursday, they announced that the legendary... ESPN National Hockey Night theme is re- returning. The oh, that's coming back. Mm, mm. Love hearing that. Gives me chills when I hear it. And go Google it, boys and girls. Go to YouTube. Look up the ESPN intros from the '90s. My own personal game two from the 1994 Stanley Cup Finals, uh, Rangers and Nordiques. 
Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Go look that up. Gary Thorne has expressed interest in coming back because his contract with the Orioles and broadcasting their games has run out. Oh, he's such a good sport. Love Gary Thorne. So... Yeah, plus Stephen A. gave it their blessing on a Friday. If that's your thing. And that's also that as well. Stephen A. show, Get Up, is going to reference more NHL stuff. And NHL on Get Up, that's what's on more gyms and stuff. Everybody, that that's what I'm getting at. More exposure is a good thing. So NHL, ESPN, great to have you boys back. So we're going to take a short break and we'll be back with the recap of Bears Phantoms on a Sunday afternoon. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast. But before we move on to Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, it seemed like there was a nice little debate that was sparked on Twitter. Because we as hockey fans, what do we tend to do? We do stupid Twitter arguments. Because that's a great place to settle debates on social media. Let's forget about getting together in bars and having a beer and, you know, making up stats just to prove our points. Well, first off, we can only do such limited capacity and such things. But anyway, you know, why can't we just sit around and have a beer and talk smack? No, we got to do things on social media. And it was, let's see, it was Friday this drop. A player by the name of Brandon Dubinsky plays for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Jackets brief. Ding, ding, ding. Posted this tweet. Get ready for this. Listen, Crosby is better than me. I have never said he wasn't. He is obviously one of the best ever. It was Ovi versus Sid. None of you played in the NHL and know how hard it is to score goals in the NHL. 724 is insane. That's how many many Ovechkin has. Sid just whined way too much and Ovi... Just shut up and played hard. Oh, God. He really just kickstarted an Obi versus Sid argument on social media? Oh, God. No. Don't do this. Well, he is right in a lot of his things. I I will never personally say I, I can go out and do what Brandon Dubinsky does. No, I'm horrible on skates. I do not have the hand-eye coordination nor the cardio to do what these guys do. I, I'm well. I will say that right now. That's why I call myself a hack. But to come on here and he's got facts on it. He's got the stats up right here. To just come on social media 
and just stir the pot and say, yeah, Ovi just shut up and played hard. He's not a whiner like Sid. He's obviously better. Oh, no. Please, no, don't do this. Please. And, of course, this got the hornet's nest going. Now, if you look at the stats, and he, he does have it up on, on his tweet, and this is not a knock against Brendan Dubinsky. It's not. He's, he's free to say whatever he wants. Sidney Crosby um, has played 1,020 games. He has 476 goals and 827 assists, good for 1,303 points. Alex Ovechkin has played 1,184 games, has 724 goals and 585 assists, good for 13.09. Now, Ovechkin is going to get the scoring record. He is. We all know this. Crosby is not. He's a center. Ovechkin's a winger. They're two completely different player archetypes. You can't compare the two. You're a Penguins fan. Shouldn't you be defending Crosby? Shut up, you. No. What I'm here to say is, and to quote my favorite sports podcaster, Steve Zabin, I believe he summed up situations like this perfectly. Why are we doing this stick chasing? Why are we doing this? Because this is what it did. It's here. I know who's better. Why don't you guys go argue who's better? Go chase a stick. And everybody runs after it. (laughs) Sidney Crosby has three Stanley Cups. (laughs) Alex Ovechkin doesn't whine to the refs. (laughs) Yeah, well, Crosby's won every sort of hardware he can. (laughs) No, he hasn't. Ovechkin's won more. (laughs) Scoring titles. (laughs) Con Smythe trophies. So this dropped on a Friday afternoon news dump. Now, what is a Friday afternoon news dump? It was a coin, a term, a term, I can talk, a term coined by the late Rush Limbaugh as news you dump on a late Friday afternoon that you know isn't going to be seen by a lot of people unless you're a hardcore news junkie and who isn't in this pandemic. You dump news on a Friday afternoon because Friday afternoon's happy hour. Everybody's going out to wake or or done with wake. They're going somewhere. Second shift people are wrapping up. Third shift people have already started their weekend. Friday afternoons, nobody cares about the news. Heck, not even the news people care about Friday afternoon news dumps. So in theory, if there's a story that you want to put out that you don't want to gain a lot of attention, just do a Friday afternoon news dump. But this dropped on a Friday afternoon, and I was very surprised from uh, from on Twitter that there was a dispute between the New Jersey Devils and Binghamton Devils management about the team's future in Binghamton. Arena management was notified this week of a dispute between the Binghamton Devils and local ownership group and the New, Jer- New Jersey Devils regarding the placement of their affiliate in Binghamton. As a third party to the agreement between the two private businesses, we do not have any further details to announce. The arena in Binghamton has been home to hockey for 50 years, and our facility stands ready for professional hockey moving forward. Hmm. Binghamton relocation rumors. The hockey world is truly healing. Okay, okay, this is typical fanfare for an American Hockey League season. Rumors and innuendo of a team moving. This is nothing new. 
However, a picture was posted a few minutes later of a patent that was put out. The patent for the trademark of Utica Devils. Hmm. Oh, boy. And for all sorts of stuff, posters, decal, trading cards, paper signs, event admission tickets, calendars, paper mats, t-shirts, fleeces, jerseys, hats, caps being headwear, etc., etc. Well, Binghamton move... The Devils are moving out of Binghamton? The Utica Devils are coming back? What about the Utica Comets? What does this mean? Okay, I've dealt with stuff like this before. There's a bunch of talk. There's a bunch of threatening. This is this is all threatening. Nothing's going to come of it. It won't. It won't. This is not how things like this happen. Well, thanks to Nicole Manor on Twitter and a bunch of other Binghamton uh, papers were picking this up. Headline says it all, ladies and gentlemen, to quote Steve Zabin. The New Jersey Devils inform Binghamton ownership AHL team will be relocated. From WBNG in Binghamton, Binghamton Devils Executive Vice President of Operations, there's a mouthful, Tom Mitchell says the New Jersey Devils informed them earlier in the week the team will be relocated. He said he received the reform formal notice Wednesday. This is devastating news to us and the community. The demands the New Jersey Devils were putting on us were absolutely impossible and we could not comply with them. So it looks like we are going to be parting ways and just moving on. Mitchell did not get into the details of the demands made by the Devils. He said there is no indication of the B-Devils moving prior to this week and added the Devils did not tell him where they are planning on moving the team, although we saw the trademark for the Utica Devils. Mitchell is looking into all options ahead of next season, and Mitchell said he was surprised to see the trademark filed for the Utica Devils by the Utica Comets president, Robert Eskew. Ooh! So the Comets president threw out the patent. Interesting. We are unaware of anything of anything and somebody saw it and informed us and that's how we found out Whew. Mitchell said the communication communication between Binghamton ownership and the devils has been limited throughout the process the current agreement between the devils and Binghamton ownership is for five years with the agreement ending the following 2021-2022 season but they did not provide a com a comment as of this time oh boy the Binghamton Devils are going to be losing the Devils affiliate. A rebooting or rebuilding of this team and its logo. And it flashed little hidden messages across the screen a la Chris Jericho WWE 2017 return. If you know, you know. And... In the background of one of these still shots was a uh, sentence that said, Bridgeport Islanders dot EXE loading. Hmm? Bridgeport Islanders? The Bridgeport Island. No, 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 no. Why would they do this? Why? There is no reason uh, for them to be called this. So let's... Let's, uh, no, 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 it's not, there's not going to be any sort of like rebranding or anything. There's no need to. 
Well, <laughs> it was just released uh, today, technically Monday or yesterday by the time this drops. Dateline, Bridgeport, Connecticut. We're not going anywhere, Bridgeport. The team, formerly known as the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, has now been officially rebranded as the Bridgeport Islanders. Proud affiliate of the New York Islanders. This is a joke, right? I mean, it's it's six weeks late. It's a joke, right? This hashtag, we are all Islanders. I mean, no, the Sound Tigers don't need rebranded. They need several things, but they don't need rebranding. I mean, come on. No, this can't be a joke. They have official Twitter account. Oh, God. No. No, the Sound Tigers can't be gone. No. No. No, it's official. We are all islanders.com. They are now the Bridgeport Islanders. The team owner came out today and announced this great news for the city of Bridgeport as we are officially rebranding ourselves as the Bridgeport Islanders. We have several new plans to be released and a lot of fun to be released in the upcoming weeks. Ugh. If it sounds like I don't like this, it's because I don't. All right. What was wrong with the Sound Tigers? Okay. Why? What was wrong with Sound Tigers? Long Island Sound is what Long Island's called. And Tigers sound Tigers. It's unique. And they they put up one of these um uh infographs where this is this is what our logo means. Like you you know you're in trouble when the team has like 20 hidden messages inside its logo. I'm looking at you Henderson Silver Knights. And uh Bridgeport put one of these logos out. So what the logo is is that it is a roundel logo, which means a round logo. You have a hockey stick pointed up um with the uh pointy part uh, sticking out. And out of that is half a B to form a B, a half stick, half B, B. This sounds really weird. I'm trying to describe it. On the bottom part of it, you have Islanders with some stick tape wrapped around it. Well, the stick tape is actually supposed to be part of the New York Islanders logo. You know where the N and the Y is? You kind of got to squint to look at it, but yeah, that, that's, that's what it is. It's a variation. It shows the NY logo and tape. Colors of Champions. There's no better way to bring the Islander tradition to CT than with a little splash of color. I mean, who doesn't like the orange and blue logo? Except, and also the stick B, we are committed to the city of Bridgeport and proud to be the bridge... That provides the wave of future Islanders. Okay, 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 okay. All right, I'm, I'm becoming like Hades here. I, I'm getting riled up over this. All right, all right, all right. Let's go back to the colors of champions, shall we? There is no better way to bring the Islander tradition of CT than with a little splash of color. I mean, who doesn't like the blue and orange combo? Okay, Island Bridgeport Islanders, if that's your real name. That would be true if you didn't already wear frickin' blue and orange! Am I yelling? 
Am I yelling? This is stupid. Okay, I, honestly, who asked for this? Lou Lamorello? I mean, if we're go- if we're gonna go, all right, we need to wear what the Islanders wear. I want the main Mariners of the ECHL to suddenly become the main Islanders. You know where they begin their journey to the island. Bridgeport has always worn Islander colors. Whatever the Islanders have worn, Bridgeport has worn as well. The Roaring Sound Tiger. They have always worn navy blue and orange. When they went back to royal blue and orange in 2009, Bridgeport did the same thing. All orange jerseys in in Long Island, same thing for the Sound Tigers. A very underrated jersey. A black jersey with horrible word mark on it for the Islanders. Bridgeport did the same thing. For their part of their most of their existence, they have worn the exact same colors that the Islanders have done. So to come on and say, who doesn't love the ar- blue and orange? Every single freaking fan in Long Island does. And Bridgeport does. This is completely unnecessary. I honestly do not get this as as a rebrand. Ugh. Next wave of Islanders. You've always been the next wave of Islanders. DeCole, Mayfield, Kyle Oposo came through here as well. Rick DiPietro had a stint here. 70% of the Islanders roster has come from Bridgeport. Bridgeport's been much more concerned about developing talent than actually winning. They have not won a playoff series in 15 years. When they took on the Bears in the first round of the AHL playoffs, thanks to the Bork Twins in 18-19, that was the first time they have made the playoffs in a decade. They have not won a series since 2007. It, it, it was. It, it, this is completely uncalled for. Bridgeport Islanders. We are all Islanders. What part of Bridgeport is an island? It's a port city. It's in the name. Bridgeport. And the, the city's not the best. I've been there a couple of times. I, I jokingly call Bridgeport Gotham. It, and we've always said, you go there, you watch the game, you get in the car, and you get on I-95 and leave. I would never stay in Bridgeport. And there, there's a reason they've never hosted an all-star game. And I highly doubt that's going to start anytime soon. And and Webster Bank Arena, it's nice. It's a nice arena. WWE loves going there and NXT TakeOver happened there. You know, it's just... It just... I, I don't understand why this was needed. I mean, was this Lou Lamorello needing to shake things up in the minor leagues? The Sound Tigers, when you look at them, you see the New York Islanders because of the logo and the colors that they wear. It may be a Tiger's Roar instead of, you know, the yes, yes, yes chance. But you knew it's the Islanders. Same goal horn. But no, 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 no. We need to put Islanders in the logo now. We need to have a stick logo now. Who cares if Carolina does it better than us? Hashtag we're all Islanders. Give me a break. 
So to everyone, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone who has stuck with me and for your times and your listens and your downloads for this podcast, for this this hack with a microphone. Because all this started, like I said, four months ago. And coming off of one of the worst holiday seasons I'd ever had, that just working working overtime, my grandmother passing away, my, my cat passing away as well, all within the span of a month of each other. And that's why I say every episode of this podcast is devoted to Patricia Blosser, my, my grandmother, who this, you know, she would have wanted me to pursue all this. And I started out small on Pinecast. And a lot of you were there with me when I started and the ridiculous amount of marketing and promotion that I did for this that caught the eye of the Hockey Podcast Network and Isha and Dylan and the many others here at the Hockey Podcast Network who brought me in, answered all of my dumb questions and got through my panic attacks as well. And while they're dealing with the uh, high pressure of the offseason and postseason, which they are, Typically, I would stop at this point, give myself a bit of a break, and just wait till around the summer when we'd hear more news from the boys. But with the Hockey Podcast Network, it'll be a little bit different because all of you fans helped me get to this point, gave me the drive and the inspiration to keep putting out the content for all of you. To, to try game over that this miniseries as a new episode of this will drop tomorrow on May 19th as well. And for all of you, I thank you. Even you newcomers who listen, I thank you as well for your time and your listens and your downloads and for DraftKings for sponsoring this. I've never done sponsorship reads before, as you could tell by listening to this. And even though the Bears hockey has stopped. This podcast will not stop because we're going to have a summer edition. We're going to be taking a look back at the 2010s as well. We're going to be dishing out some golden puck awards, going to be bringing Corey back, and we're going to get some good, fun topics in as well. Uh, A lot of great awards to put out. The Joel Recklish Memorial Award will be given out this year. The Chris Connor Ratatouille Award as well. No, not Ratatouille, but the Chris Connor Pest Award will be given out as well. The MVP, uh, the LVP, if there is one. And over the summer, like I said, we're going to take a look at the 2010s, a retrospect as well. And we're going to take a look back at some of the best and the worst of Hershey Bears hockey as we head into the offseason. So thank you to everyone. We're going to wrap it up on that this week. Thank you for all your times and listens and downloads. Yet again, if you want to follow the Capitals' pursue of their second-ever Stanley Cup, go check out the Caps Chirp podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well. Also, we're all a little crazy that focuses on mental health Please go watch them. We are a huge advocate of mental health here on this podcast. The Grit and Barrett podcast feed will keep going as I will do probably an AHL opponent roundup next week. And we're going to shift our focus to the NHL playoffs, especially as game over. We'll continue as I try to barrel through hopefully every team. 
So thank you to everyone. Thank you to the Hockey Podcast Network. Everyone, it's not going to end here. We're going to keep going as we head out into the summer. So as we head out into the summer, I say put the speakers in the window, grab your favorite chocolate drink, and it's time to partay. Grab the rollerblades, and I'll see you out there. And that will put a bow on the Grit and Barrett podcast for the season one, at least. The season that originally tried to start last October, but got um, got put on hiatus due to personal reasons and then did a relaunch in January and then got taken into the Hockey Podcast Network. It's been a wild ride, everyone. It truly has. And... We've gotten through the summer, everyone. We've gotten through it. And we're going to be heading through the first weekend of football. And we're on a mission from God, everyone, as the Blues Brothers once said. I'm thinking about getting the band back together. And by band, I mean me. Because I have plans for this show heading into season two. We've got... Some training camp stuff starting up. How the Flyers have already started. Going to look at a new intro and some new things we're going to be playing with as we head into more of a normal season. And all I ask is, like before, your patience with me. I'm still working through Renfair, and it's going to be really fun to try and juggle that and this podcast. But this wouldn't be fun if it was easy. So Bears Nation, Bears fam, whatever you want to call yourselves, buckle up. Buckle up, baby, as another hockey team has said, because we're about to get back underway. Go Bears, and I'll see you at the old barn. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears!
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.